0: Every day I'm hustling off a cow muscle. Every day I'm muscling off a muscle. Every day I'm bustling off a cannon
1: Every day I'm every day I'm I'll muscle. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric Ross here with two twelve benefits and hosts of what the health just happened. Welcome, welcome. What is what the hell just happened? We talked about all things healthcare, the good, the bad, the ups, the downs, the ups, you know, left's right, how to spend money effectively, how to save money. You know what else we do? We bring in some of Jacksonville's best and brightest and talk about best business practices, how to monitor a P&L, which is going to come up today. Joey, yes, no? Yes. How to lead a business, how to hire effectively, how to fire effectively, how to build a good culture. Forget the intro, because this is the most awkward part for me. I'm just going to skip past all that. Today, look, I'm fired up. We had a a preliminary conversation. I'm doing an intro here. I never do intros, but I I Googled you, I looked you up. We have a mutual connection, friends, uh, a couple of them. Joey Grivey, I said that right. You can chime in. Do, you, do a mic check? No, you, let's let's yeah, get right into yeah. it. so
0: very rare for someone to pronounce that correctly the first time. Great job. Somebody there. told me. So yeah. i got to read
1: this here. Director of Finance and Administration and Chief Financial Officer for for the city of Jacksonville. You got it. Graduate of Florida State with dual degrees in finance and real estate. Say it again. Go Knowles. Go Knowles. We are surrounded by gators. I'm with you. We'll oh, get to that too. Tough crowd. Um, proud husband, father of three, right? Yep. Pilot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, sounds like a decent golfer.
0: Decent, trying to get back into it.
1: Anything else cool you want to be like? Yeah, I do this also.
0: So, uh, cycling is a big part. Oh, of my life I did write cyclist. Uh, I missed that. That's what I do to stay healthy.
1: So. We'll share the healthier, not healthy video uh, about a 150 mile bike ride. I think that's going to come out. But I'm going to call you the CFO for the city of Jacksonville. Is that is that easier or Correct. or? or
0: Yeah, that's a a fair way.
1: Intelligent, financial, human being. You you have an important role for the city that we reside in, love, the bold city of the South. Let's just dive in, man. We talked yesterday, did some prep work. We could talk numbers, responsibilities, things you're working on. But before any of that, you you said something that that stood out to me that I I just want to dive into that. The media just wants to find doom and gloom, bad news, bad news, bad news. Right? That's absolutely correct. Okay. (laughs) So what's good news? And I I have these, we talked about it. Tell us some good stuff going on in the city of Jacksonville from the chief financial officer and director of finance and administration for the city of Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, no, Eric, first off, uh, thanks for having me here today. Um, It is uh, a rare event that we get to talk about some of the positivity that we're seeing um, in the government. And I think it's important for people to understand um, what is going on in their government. You know, a lot of times we focus on the national news, state level news, but uh, too frequently, kind of the local stuff gets lost in the in the noise, um, but it's what it impacts our lives on a day to day basis most. You know, think about the roads, the bridges, the libraries, the parks that mm. you go to and and use on a daily basis. Schools, that, police, police, firefighters, police, fire all of all, it. all of that. So that that's all run through your local government, um, and it's important to understand you know how that's all getting funded, um, what decisions are being made. Um, and kind of the end result. And some of what I'd like to talk with you about today is um, you know, where we're headed financially. <clears throat> you know, we're in the best financial position we've been in in the last uh, few decades. Uh, the last five to 10 years has been very strong. So the, the Curry administration has been uh, great to work for. I've, I've worked under three different administrations. I started off in Peyton uh, as the chief investment officer of the city uh, worked under uh, Mayor Brown as the treasurer, and now I've been honored to serve as chief financial officer. Got to
1: ask area. for listeners in the, in order. So so current mayor, for yeah, those who so don't know. Current
0: mayor is uh, Mayor Lenny Curry. And then before that? Uh, before that, it was Alvin Brown. And before, before that? And before that, it was John Payton. So three, three mayors for the city of Jacksonville you've worked for. Yeah, so I've okay. seen a lot of different approaches and... Uh, you know, for the last five, 10 years, we've been moving the city in such a good direction oh that we've, we've tripled our reserves. We've uh, reformed our pension system. We've paid down half a billion dollars in debt. Um, we've taken good financial trajectories that we're seeing in the city to kind of bolster our finances that are going to pay dividends for the next several decades.
1: I would say that's healthy for sure. So, so you, you, the three topics we're definitely going to hit, I, I think. You got bullet points too. I like this. You came prepared with notes. This is great. He's Absolutely. clearly, <laughs> he's smarter than I am, by the way. Jay, you too, by the way, the producer over there. There's that chuckle I love. Well, I'm flattered. I'm flattered. So but increasing the reserve, huge. Reinvesting in the city, huge. What's happening the future? All, all these awards we're winning for the city of Jacks. Give us a breakdown of your team, right? Is it how many people are working in the finance department and the city of Jacksonville as a whole. So all those employees that work for the city that we live and love, paint us a picture.
0: Yeah, so I think that's a, a great question. It kind of goes to what I was talking about with people uh, having a better understanding of how their city functions. So we've got a little over 6,000 employees at the Goodness. city. Uh, people this. don't often understand how, how big we are, the scope that we work with. We're a city and a county, which is somewhat unique across the country. There's only a couple. Are we the uh, biggest city like in that. the country? We are the biggest city in the contiguous United States of America. So there is a a city in Alaska, I believe, that is larger than us. But um, if you just look at the the lower 48, (laughs) um, we'd like to stake the claim that we are the biggest city uh, in the country. And financially, we're the biggest city um, in Florida. Uh, Population, we're the biggest city. Um, so, the things that we do often tend to kind of lead. You know, we like to be on the cutting edge of, of what's happening in Florida. We're a double A rated city. Um, we have, uh, you know, a few hundred million dollars in reserves, and that may sound like a lot, but we've got a $1.6 billion budget as well. Um, so, one of the key uh, things that we've been focusing on for the last uh, seven years of this administration is to further bolster that, uh, because if you think about like your personal finances, you want to make sure you have three to six months worth of Mm. emergency expenses on hand um, to handle a crisis. You could lose a job. Now, the city obviously can't lose a job, but we can have a hurricane hit. uh, We can have other disasters hit. Uh, We saw COVID hit in 2020. Never heard of it. Um, So (laughs) now that we're thankfully, you know, getting to be on the other side of that, things are getting a little more back to normal, uh, depending on who you talk to. But Um, the financial strength that we had put in place as of 2020 allowed us to launch a small business support program uh, before the feds even acted to send us relief money to then get out into the community. And my my team um, is 350. Now we can't do it without the support and the guidance of the, the mayor, our chief administrative officer, the rest of our senior leadership team and our city council. So it's a big team effort, it's a big city. Um, one more time, you said yeah. total
1: employees approximately 6,000.
0: we got about 6,000 for, for the city. we about 350 in, in my department. In the
1: f- financial side. Correct.
0: Decision-making. And
1: again, going back to you yeah. can't do it without a strong leadership,
0: right? Yeah, strong leadership, <clears throat> strong team. Uh, you know, no one area is just one person. Um, it takes a, a village uh, to run a very large village, the city of Jacksonville. Um, and we've done that effectively. We've got a lot of positive trends uh, that we're seeing, and, and uh, we want to keep that intact. In we want to keep us moving in the right direction. Numbers. The budget, annual budget for the city of Jack's, what is it? So our, our general fund budget is $1.6 Say it again. $1.6 billion. With a B. With a B. I don't think people
1: think about that's, this, understand it. That
0: is a large number. That's a lot of digits. Yep. A lot of zeros. Um, but but it, we've got over a million people you know, in our area now. So we're growing. We've got a lot of inflow of people from the Northeast, from California, you know, all of these kind of higher taxed, higher cost of living areas. They're viewing Florida and more specifically Northeast Florida and Duval County as a landing spot because we have a friendly business climate, again, lower taxes, lower cost of living. And, uh, you know, we're run prudently and conservatively, which kind of lays the foundation for, um, you know, a good place to live and work and raise a family. It's a special city that, that I love. I came here from South
1: Florida, moved up here to go to UNF, which, by the way, I'll say Swoop. Swoop. Yep. Thank you. I'm familiar I'm a, with I'm a Knoll, too. Okay. okay. My entire family went to Florida State except for me. I'm just—I love you gators, but I'm sick of you gators. We need some more Knolls. <laughs> um, so $1.6 right? That's a big number. That's the annual budget. And you mentioned a couple hundred million
0: in—what um, was the other term you used? So reserves are very reserves. important. Reserves. Yeah. And that think about that as like your savings account. So you've got one point six billion coming in and going out payroll every year. insurance, We've got twenty million dollars every two weeks in payroll. We've got hundreds of millions of dollars in road maintenance and bridges and libraries. It, it takes a lot to run this this government. It's a very big government. You know you you drive into the state of Florida. You're pretty close to Duval County. <laughs> <laughs> About 20 and, minutes
1: from it, yeah. Right, maybe. and then you
0: drive another hour, you're still in Duval yeah. County, which <laughs> is the city of Jacksonville. The city if you live here, you know. is the county limit, so it's a very big area to, um, to service. And with all of the um, you know, inflow of people, you know, we have to keep up with that growth. So maintaining a strong balance sheet is uh, really important to help facilitate all of the things that we need as a growing community. That matter, they matter. Yeah, to your daily life. Which
1: no, I want to say this to you. You talked about This is yesterday's phone call. The employees and staff that that work for the city of Jacksonville, they're they're servants to the community, right?
0: They are, and that's that's important to remember. You've got out of six thousand employees, there's a few hundred of us that are appointed by a mayor, and those that are appointed by a mayor typically have to resign when that mayor's done. And the next administration can decide whether or not to exercise that resignation or ask you to stay on board. The other several thousand um, are there because they care about the community. Um, All of us care about the community, but they're there. They're journeymen. You know, they're doing they're fixing your, uh, you know, park maintenance issues, your uh, road issues, trimming your trees that are, you know, city owned and city property Again, it just takes a lot to run this government. We've got thousands of hardworking employees who are tasked with doing that on a daily basis, and a lot of them are career employees. Again, not there because you know they're friends of any given, you know, administration. Very hardworking, you know, men and women that, that sit and work their whole career in service to the government. Does so ex firefighter here. Does, does JFRD
1: fall under the city or that's a separate entity? It and does. And police.
0: So it does. Police and fire both fall under the city, and they're part of that $1.6 billion general fund budget. Okay. And arguably, you know, look, I think what I do is important for the taxpayer and the citizens, but our primary goal is to pr- provide a, a safe environment and knowing that, uh, you know, if you get into a wreck, JFRD is going to show up and pick you up and take you to the hospital. So so public safety is, is the key to what we do. Everything else is important. Um, and we take all of it very seriously, but we know that police and fire are what comes right off the top. That's what we need to do for our citizens to, you know, feel safe. And, uh, as a firefighter, you, you know, that yeah, I miss it sometimes, but don't be humble. Your, your role is, I don't think people
1: grasp how big of a role you have or the entire team of what do you say 300 plus about
0: 350
1: yeah 6,000 employees think of any business so we're, we're sitting in Cox Media Studio Jay how many employees are here do you know
0: uh, I want to say less than 100
1: this location or this I think location. Cox Media is like, like 500 600 total it's the numbers you said right what you're managing it's, it's your role is a big deal so again I'm thank you for coming on I'm just excited to learn some stuff we had the pre-chat but man, I don't even know which direction to go here. What do you got in that bullet point there?
0: Bring something up. Well, so, you know, a few other things that we could, uh, you know, talk about today beyond just, you know, kind of the financial strengthening that we've been on a mission to uh, achieve over the last five to seven years, which in and of itself is very difficult because every time we want (laughs) to make a decision, you know, we've got 19 city council members representing their community. We have to get 10 of those uh, on an issue to make something happen. To agree on it. To agree. So you got to get 10 out of 19 people to agree every time you want to make something happen. Um, So it's taken a lot of leadership on both sides of the aisle, uh, the legislative and the executive branch, to to make a lot of that happen. So, I mean, we could talk about that. Um, We could also talk about a lot of the economic development wins that we've been seeing. Um, Like I said, there's been a big inflow of people uh, to northeast Florida, Um, again, supported by climate. Uh, you know, economic and physical climate. Um, but we, we've also been doing things like expanding our port. So our port uh, was That's previously limited by uh, a channel that wasn't as deep as some of the competitors. Well, uh, who are the competitors? By so their cities, know, so when Savannah, you look at Jasmine, yep. Charleston, big, big. you know, Port Everglades, you know, My, lucrative, Miami. Port. right, right. Very, very, you know, well-known ports. So, you know, going all the way up to Norfolk and, up the northeast coast. We do, the majority of cars sold in the southeast come through Jacksport. Um So it's important to, to keep a strong port for economic development. So we, in working with the port, the state, the feds, um, we invested uh, at the city level in the deepening. And that took us up to 47 feet depth, which was needed to support the new you know, mega ships called post panamax ships. What was the depth before that? It, it was several feet lower. I don't whatever know yeah. Number. whatever Selfie, it wasn't enough to support a mega ship <clears throat> one of these mega container ships without having to go stop at other ports first to drop off containers to, to get smaller lighter, ship, so that they so logistics that they could of that, float down our the our, money oh my channel. gosh so that's been a big um project that that we've embarked on again with you know at the local level state feds you know port uh, involvement too, to, 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 make that happen. And it's come in ahead of schedule and under budget. <laughs> hey, Go that, figure. That's okay. a win. Right. That's a that's big a win. win. So I think that's kind of living, living up to the, you know, promises to the, the community. Um, we're also raising the power lines. We're working on raising the power lines right now. So that taller ships can come in without having that's to, part to drop, of the port drop things off. So that's part okay. of the port. Now the airport, uh, is embarking on the expansion and adding of a new concourse. You know, I always found it before I became involved in government, I'd go to the airport. What great experience, Before
1: the, the government, what were you doing? So I was at
0: Merrill Lynch as a financial advisor. That's right. I did. I, I stalked you on LinkedIn, by the oh, way. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that's fine. That's fine. It's all out there for public <laughs> consumption. I'm used to it in a very public role. Um, I always found it kind of odd. You, know, you go to the airport. You have a great experience. Jack's a- airport, we, we get feedback all the time. There are airports. Our airport's one of the best. It's, it's so good. Out you, it's clean. In and out. Yep. yep. Easy to get in yep. and out. Um, but with the population growing... So, so do the needs mm-hmm. of our citizens to travel. So there are plans to add a parking garage long-term um, and a new concourse, concourse B. There's concourse A, there's concourse C right now. What happened to B? Well, B's coming. So uh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Who decided that? <laughs> I don't know. You'd have to talk to the airport about that. I love that. it. But, I love it. But that's been the plan and, and they're executing on that. And uh, that's going to be a lot of fun to see come to fruition. And as we get more direct flights, I think all of us are going to be happier to be able to, you know, go places a little easier. Without does that to funnel up to the city, the, the airport? So the airport, uh, the, the city has some board appointment slots, but so too does the state. Um, and they kind of operate through more state and federal um, guidelines than, than local, um, given that, you know, they're so connected to the FAA and the airlines are all regulated, you know, at the federal level. So they tend to, their, their budget still gets presented to the city council. Um, but they have their own board, and um, you know they have a lot of other people that they need to report to. But very exciting things for economic I, growth. Our permitting is through the roof. Look, I love I love this city. I think,
1: and again, we'll, we'll, we'll pivot to healthcare a little bit. That's the world I live in. Mm-hmm. That's what the show is predominantly about. But any time to talk about the city, what's happening downtown? Jack's a big topic. What, what the adjustments in healthcare. What we have between MD Anderson at, at Baptist Mayo Clinic. We have these great hospital systems. Well, let's talk about that for a minute. Let, yeah, so, I was going to say so on got, the health. By the yeah. way, I wrote this down. What is it called? The the health health committee for the city of Jacks.
0: Yeah, so I sit Explain on me. our health committee. I mean, what is talk, that? We could talk a little Who's bit about on that. Before, what do you guys do before we get to that? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. um want to just comment on one other aspect. So you mentioned, you know, growth downtown, healthcare. You know, Jacksonville has historically and, and even more recently been focusing on. Um, had a big healthcare presence, you know, with Mayo, Baptist, you know, all the mega, you know, hospital. UF costs. Health. People, people, UF Health. Yep. We work very closely with UF Health. They serve as our county hospital function. We've been investing a lot of money in capital improvements out at the hospital uh, there. And uh, and recently, you may have seen in the news, we uh, did a deal with UF. Big deal. Big deal. Big so deal. So $50 million from the city.
1: Not, not financially. I mean, for downtown, the community. Sorry, Correct.
0: So financially and just Big deal long term uh, for the growth of the community. We, we put 50 million in. We agreed to put 50 million in. The city in. of
1: Jacks. The city. Yep.
0: It's going to be matched by uh, 50 million, maybe 100 million from the state long term, um, and uh, private donations um, from the foundation, from their, their donor pool. Um, for for a huge chunk of the project. So they're targeting 200, 250 million to invest in our community for fifty million of investment from us.
1: Let me That's a great me, return on yeah, investment. Let me
0: let me pause that for, for people
1: who again going back to
0: the news
1: and certain individuals in the community probably say it, well the city's spending fifty million on a UF campus downtown, they could spend that elsewhere. Say those numbers again to understand like what what are the long-term ramifications of investing this money as a as a city. And yeah, yeah,
0: that's getting into some other things we could talk about too, where I mean the city obviously resources are finite. You know, we only have so much to go around. But we make sure to set priorities that are going to address the needs of the community while also setting this community up for growth in the future, which snowballs into You gotta say it again. So I don't know if I can repeat it verbatim. Unless, that was, uh, we can I, I want to quote that line and, and tag that yeah, So we can. So we, I mean, we make sure to address the needs of the community um, while also making investments that are going to produce a snowball effect for us in the future um, that provides further revenue that we can then plow back into the community. So we, during, during Mayor Curry's term, for example, just in the last seven years, we have boosted funding to the nonprofit community um over seven percent a year so you know inflation's been lower than that it's obviously creeping up more recently (laughs) but we've been outpacing inflation with our investments in the nonprofit community again kind of utilizing that financial strength and our previous investments to help us do that and um you know but putting money into things that are going to generate future revenue are important because we can't just plan for today we got i have a nine-year-old a six-year-old and now a four-month-old We got a plan for the future. Four, six, and eight. There you go. Say hi kids. We both have kids. By the way, every
1: episode (laughs) says Hi mom, I love you. That's every episode I said, Mom, I'll I'll tell you I love you. you Anyone who can say hi to real quick?
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. So big shout out to mom and and obviously the family wife kids, I mean, who are so supportive of the many long hours that it takes to, you know, do what we do with the city.
1: We'll we'll do some personal stuff the second half, but back to to downtown development, we talk about downtown Jacks, the, the UF project healthcare world, huge. Right. Financial commitment from the city. Big deal, financially, but also time, resources. Again, jobs it creates. Yeah, so, what,
0: so, you know, throughout the debates with, uh, you know, city council, as UF was kind of presenting on this, um, you know, they, they, they talked about how many hundreds, if not thousands of students it's going to bring to the area, grad students, so not, you know, not just your kind of run-of-the-mill entry-level, you know, students. These are all people that are kind of advanced in their education, and then they're going to be looking for places to work. When we're doing economic development deals... Uh, whether it be our economic development officer, our chief administrative officer, Jack's Chamber, they're out there talking to businesses, and some of the feedback we get is that it'd be nice if our talent pool uh, could be boosted a little. Well, by adding a graduate education center, it's going to produce hundreds, if not thousands, of new grads in the fields of fintech and healthcare technologies that can then get jobs in the community. Two two of the biggest
1: industries, right, fintech and healthcare, artificial
0: intelligence, is that part of the program too? It is. So, and that was kind of the genesis behind the project is that uh, a UF alum was the (laughs) co-founder of NVIDIA, uh, the chip maker that does gaming processors and really intelligent technology stuff. So, it sounds like someone like you way smarter than I am. Got it. Well, these people are probably exponentially (laughs) smarter than both of us combined. Okay. Um, But... Uh, there was a gift made to the university of uh, an AI supercomputer, and um, that's what's being used to help, you know, generate the need for uh, the campus here. And they're going to utilize that technology. They're going to build it into their programs. It's
1: exciting stuff. <sighs> I Look, I'm I'm fired up. I love the city. Moved here in 2001 to go to UNF. Swoop, by the way, it was always in Noel. Yeah, swoop. Never left. So, so you talked about it. Where do you bring in talent from currently? I love UNF. I love JU. I love everything about the city. Yeah. UF's a big one. You have to re- recruit from outside resources. I-, I think that University of Florida campus downtown, as much as I want to talk trash about the Gators, is a big deal for this city. It, it was
0: tough. Um, you know, I, when I was talking to the mayor, um, you know, at kind of the outset of this, I said, you know, Mayor, are you sure you want a seminal on your staff <laughs> working it. on this UF deal? Oh, I love um, it. But, Anyone but who I, lives, it, everyone like, lives in Florida
1: understands. Yeah. So, man, this is great. I knew it. Time flies by. It does every time. Wrapping up the first half, Joey Grivey, uh, Director of Finance and Administration and Chief Financial Officer. I have to say that that every time. That's a
0: lot of words. A lot of words. CFO. We'll say CFO CFO and
1: uh, DFA. There you go. That's still a lot of acronyms. Just CFO. Healthcare is a a ton of acronyms. Um, Great first half. I'm excited. Yeah. Thanks again for having me. Yeah. Um, Joey Grivey, City of Jacksonville CFO. That, my friends, is what the health just happened. Every day
0: Muscling, muscling,
1: Welcome back to the second half of What the Hell Just Happened. I'm chuckling because I'm here with Joey Grivey. A lot of words here, Director of Finance and Administration and Chief Financial Officer for the city of Jacksonville. That's a lot of words. We'll just say CFO. CFO. Yeah. The awkward silence coming out of the commercial break is always weird for me. But if you missed the first half, um, it's all good. We'll share it on podcasts and YouTube and et cetera and insert website. But Joey Grivey, that was... Pretty educational first half for anyone that lives in Northeast Florida, specifically Jacksonville. We did some healthcare talks, some city numbers, your role. I'd love to just cut it up and talk about parenting. By the way, you're going to hockey after this?
0: Yeah, so right from here, uh, wife is uh, going to bring the kids over. I've already got all the hockey gear in the trunk. <laughs> and uh, we're going to head over to the Igloo, which was actually a city uh, private-public partnership uh, between us and the Icemen. Um, which, if you haven't been to the Igloo, by the way... You have to go. Two sheets of ice, only place in the region that can say that. Big gaming center for people who are into, like, you know, computer gaming. Yeah. Uh, they have tournaments, things yeah. like that. Um, not that I'm out here to promote, you know, the Icemen. I, I love it. I love the Icemen. We love, are, we Iceman. love our, we love our sports here, teams. Iceman, you. Jumbo thank Shrimp, you. Go Jags. to games. Go to the Igloo. It's right.
1: Andy Kaufman, right?
0: Yeah. Who yeah. also has a, the Bob Savannah. Bob Roblo yeah. the CEO that yep. we work with over there. And, uh. Look, they've, they've done a lot of investment in the community. It's been great for, uh, for Jacksonville. The day I showed up to put my kids in the Learn to Skate program, I thought maybe we'd have 20 other kids in that program interested in ice hockey in Florida. Well, who would have thought? <laughs> I love this. Um, we show up, and there's hundreds of kids there hundreds. How, how old were your kids Both when you signed up for Learn to Skate? And figure skating. So uh, my daughter was nine, and my little boy was six. Now, okay, my four-month-old, she's a little too young for it, but, you yeah, know.
1: four-month-olds can skate before they how walk. How
0: to, right, maybe.
1: Wait, maybe. so so you, uh, we had talked about roller hockey before, but had they ice skated before, before you showed up to the igloo? Or so, they,
0: they had never ice skated before. And now they're um, playing hockey. And, and now they're in the learn to play. So, they've graduated learn to skate. Oh, I like um, this. After just a few sessions, they were so excited when the coach came over and asked them their name. Because they, they came out uh, <sighs> after practice that day, said, Daddy, I think we're going to get promoted. So, they got promoted to learn to play and they were so excited. So, now they have competitions. Big brother or big, big sister, little brother have competitions over who gets promoted faster <laughs> to the next was, level. And they're both <laughs> trying to make that team. I, I feel like I'm talking to myself in the mirror. This is the same
1: stuff I deal with at home. We'll, we'll go back to, a lot of to the city of Jacksonville there. Healthcare. I could talk about this for, for an hour. That's a whole different episode. I also want to learn to ice skate now. Okay. Reel it back in. I have a tendency to get off topic pretty quickly when yeah, it comes okay. to parenting and, and yeah, stuff. That's a lot of fun stuff beauty. to talk about. <laughs> uh, the igloo. Okay. <sighs> Got to ask. From South Florida, right? I'm from South Florida. Went to Florida State. I did. Who's your NFL team? It's the Jags. Oh, it was always the Jags. Hundred percent. It was always the Jags. It was always the Jags. I, I, I said I wouldn't bring it up. Can you, do you say like Duval? Do you do but that? We or do. No?
0: We do. Uh, okay. In fact, my kids, you know, some of their first words probably involved Duval.
1: Yeah, I have my eight-year-old is officially hooked. My four-year-old daughter's, anyways. I Look, this city is incredible, I, I think, right? Growing up in South Florida, being to other cities, go to Nashville often. We, again, all these lists that come out, you have Austin ranked one, Nashville ranked two. Jacksonville's in the top five in a lot of criteria, top three in some criteria. We are. Future jobs, fit, mm-hmm. again. So a lot
0: of growth. You've and seen And a lot of opportunity it. for growth. So going back to, you know, me coming from South Florida, that's a very congested area. We have a long way to go until we are that. So not to ruffle any feathers, but... but Ruffle them. That's what we do here. That's what we do here. Ruffle them. I'm a big proponent of growth. I think we have a long runway. I think we uh, can support the growth. I think we're making the investments we need to make uh, to grow. And as more people... Uh, are moving to the area from, you know, again, California, the Northeast, you know, other areas of the country. Um, it's going to lead to more jobs and more opportunities for our our citizens, our businesses. Um, and I generally just see it as a good thing. Um, now, we need to make sure we're investing for that. But that's why uh, we have had a couple of years of the biggest CIP or capital improvement programs um, that we've had in decades. So we've, we've put nearly half a billion dollars uh, on the plan uh, for the next year um, in the last two years. So a billion dollars has been put in the first two years of our capital plan uh, in, in just the last two years. So we, we are investing for that uh, to make sure that we've got the adequate resources to support that growth. Um, and I think it's a great thing. And I'm a, I'm a big believer in Northeast Florida and I think we have a, a lot of tailwinds behind us. Look, I-
1: I'm concerned. I could I could stalk him and be like, "All right, Joey, let's go sit." I need three hours, man. I'll buy you. Do you drink beer? I'd be like, "Let's go sit a, sit down, drink a beer, play around a round of golf." Not gonna answer that on air. Oh, sorry. He, yeah. Just kidding. He doesn't drink beer. <laughs> I drink beer, um, rarely though. Go ahead and edit, edit that out. I'm kidding. Oh, I totally. drink all
0: the time. Oh, he, <laughs> he's
1: chiming in. <laughs> there you go. Again, a round of golf. Forget forget the beer thing. But seriously, it just interests me. You. This city that we live in and love, and I, and I see this future growth and, and investment in, in any area—downtown, beaches, north side, airport area—doesn't it doesn't matter. How do you prioritize? What's first? Is it healthcare? Is it is it residential? Is it commercial? Is it roads? How do you make it, that decision? So
0: that, I mean, that's a great question, and it's a very complex answer, but I, I can I can kind of boil it down for you. So we have a process each year where we have our department directors, you know, public works. How many? Parks, all the several of them um, who utilize our capital improvement plan. So, any of our departments like public works or parks or our fire department or police um, that need investments in either new fire stations, which we've been adding to. And and beyond just the the public safety component of adding new fire stations, as you know, as being a former firefighter, um, it has a financial impact. So, if you live within a certain radius of a fire department, your insurance cost goes down on your premium. So we have been investing in fire stations across this community, again, to keep up with the growth, but to also make sure that our residents are paying the lowest premiums possible. We, we look for the highest uh, ISO rating possible. Um, ISO means? So it's it's an insurance, I don't know the acronym, okay. but it's basically an insurance uh, rating for that, that's assigned to a community to tell you how safe you are. If there's a fire, how quickly are they going to get yep. to you? Um, our goal is to make sure that every uh, section of the community is in that best category. So we've been adding many fire stations over the last several years to our capital plan. But beyond beyond that, um, you know, we have to add new libraries from time to time. Um, again, a lot of road maintenance. You know, you build a road, it's not done. It's going to, you know, get rained on and degrade, uh, get driven on a lot. So we have to repair that. We have to make plans. We score and rank those. So we have our directors come in they submit their ranking of what they think is most important to address in the community um, in that next year. We have a committee that does the scoring and ranking. Then we advance that to the city council in the mayor's proposed budget. So the mayor proposes the budget. The city council then debates that budget and expresses their view of the priorities. And if they uh, feel that we've missed the mark in any way, or they need to add a priority, or delete a priority, or move a priority. They can do that during the budget vetting process as they seek to approve it.
1: And is there headbutting amongst City Council?
0: Uh, you know, I think with any process where you've got you know competition over scarce resources, yep. I think there's going to be a little bit of that. I should have said headbutting. That that sounded negative. But you, yeah, it's it's a diplomatic you yep. know legislative process where uh, you know you're kind of making sure that you're addressing everybody's priorities. In a fair way, um, which is why we do the scoring and ranking to arm them with the, the data that they need um, to then make the case for you know this project or that project. If they, but if, if in working with their citizens, if they really feel strongly about something, you know they can come talk to us before we submit the budget. Correctly, yeah. You know maybe we include it that way, or or again they have a second bite at the apple. Once we submit it, they can amend you know as they see fit.
1: Not political, but you said it earlier on, right? You have you have uh, national politics, statewide, and then mm-hmm. what is it? County, region, then county, yeah, then municipal, city.
0: yeah, city politics. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> they they all matter, and, and I think for me, and again, look, I'm 40 years old. I didn't get involved in politics or decision making, but it's like, hey, if you if speak up to your local administration, or you have a concern about this because you're listening, and you and it matters to making those decisions on cha- changing X or Y or Investing money,
0: otherwise. Yeah, and, that, and that's a good point. You know, citizens can uh, you know voice their opinion either to their district city council member, um, or an at-large city council member, uh, or um, you know the administration is always there too. So we we have a, a ticketing system uh, where you can call in six three zero city. And six three zero city six three zero city. It's an important one to write down. I just down a trash can by the way. Keep in your oh, there you go. So see where I need my you. second because
1: I have three kids and I, it just keeps overflowing.
0: Okay, the first one. All right. One. Sorry. Um, so. Uh you know, residents have a few different avenues to get an issue in their community addressed. They can, you know, again, lobby their city council member for it, um, or they can call the appropriate, you know, 6630 city, and then it'll get assigned out to the appropriate department of the city to then handle. Um, you know, if there's a missed pickup of trash, you know, we we help out with that. Um, you know, we monitor our, our trash haulers to make sure that they're complying, you know, with their their targets, their criteria. Um, there was a very difficult time period where uh, the city was short. Oh, COVID. Uh, not not, just, not just the city. Oh. Everybody. Nationwide. No, one, short no, no one talks about that. It on drivers. Everywhere. It, and it was linked back to the availability of drivers with a commercial wow. driver's license. And, you know, all of our trash haulers who are our contractors um, were having a tough time hiring people who were Properly licensed to be able to drive those trucks. They're Pers- competing with the with the private sector, personally, um, trucking companies.
1: Personally, I cannot compliment the trash pick. And again, here we go left again. I I love the city of Jacksonville. I'll say it all the time. We've never had an issue. And again, COVID hiring. It's every industry, including citywide hiring's tough. Let's. Uh, I'm looking at a sheet here. You can't see us. By the way, everyone always says you have a great face for radio. That's what people tell me every time. So I'm going to say that to you. What do you have on that sheet that I'm not hitting? Because I sometimes we, I get off topic, go left and right. What do you want to hit? You have so many important, relevant things to talk about. Anything on that list you're looking at, like, I want to talk
0: about this? Yeah, well, so we covered a lot, you know, of kind of the financial strength and the, the trends that we've put in place over the last several years um, under the, the Curry administration um, to, you know, bolster the city's finances. We've achieved upgrades, uh, which, again, makes it cheaper for us to borrow um, and then go invest that back mm. in the community. So... Um think about your personal credit rating. If uh, if you have an 800 credit score, you're probably gonna get a better rate when you go borrow money than if you have a five hundred. So our goal is to always mm-hmm. keep that as high as possible. And we've done that. You know, we're at double A, which um you know you can't go much higher. The United States of America is a little higher, a triple A, but they can print money. We can't we can't print <laughs> money. So um You can, but we, it's illegal. Yeah, it would be illegal. <laughs> so we do everything we can to uh, you know live within our means to budget prudently, to make sure that we're paying down uh, more debt than we're taking on, to uh, last year, um, you know, in addition to making all these investments in the community and, you know, bolstering the nonprofit community that we see as kind of an extension, you know, of providing services out there, um, we were also able to offer a, an eighth of a mil. Um, this was a very big priority of Mayor Curry was to offer an eighth of a mil property tax cut uh, last year didn't get a lot of attention, but it did happen. Um, we reduced, um, you know, point one two five of your of your tax rate. So, um, you know, it's 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 just it's an acknowledgement that look, this is the taxpayers' money. It's the citizens' money. Um, the mayor was a CPA by trade. You know, he's very focused on on uh, financial prudent. Uh, I said money decisions. matters. Money matters, okay. and, and fi- fiscal health, financial health All matters. Of it. And we've been very focused on that. But we've, we've, again, done it in a way where we feel that we've met the needs of the community, continued to invest for you know, a better tomorrow in Jack's, and uh, have been able to you know offer a little bit of a, a tax cut, too. Um, obviously, to, to acknowledge that this money is not ours, it's the citizens. We want to live within our means and do the best thing we can with that money on a day-to-day basis. The, the, we talked previously on the
1: phone yesterday, right? A couple of things you stood out, but that's a big one. It's a lot of money coming in. But what people don't realize, the news won't say it. You all are making decisions, the best decision with the money that the, the community invests, right, through taxes, insert means of giving money to the city. And anyone who, who's lived here for 10-plus years, 20-plus years, you have to see it. Otherwise, I think you're just putting blinders on. And, um, yeah, look, so you've done a great job. 13-plus so years? Well, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Two,
0: over 12 years. But like you said, a lot of money coming in. We don't view that as our money. We, we are honored and blessed to be in the positions that we're in, entrusted by the taxpayer to allocate that in a prudent way to address their needs and and strengthen this city. Um, we feel that we've done that, and, uh, you know, we look forward to, you know, continuing to execute that on for all the time that we, that we have. Um, obviously, we've got some elections coming up. You talked about, um, you know, Federal, state, and local government. How uh, a lot of the attention tends to be on on national and state level politics, but people do need to engage. You know, locally there there needs to be turnout um, at your elections. Make sure you exercise your American right to get out and vote, um, which we have May, here. That May other 16th countries 16th just don't have for the elections. I mean, so get out there. What day? Uh, May sixteenth. May sixteenth. Get yeah. out and vote. I yeah. love it. So uh, you know that that's important. But uh, you know the the continuity that we've had over the last again decade uh, has been very good and our, our ratings agencies have acknowledged that um, that Jax has been prudently and conservatively managed and we need to keep that up um, again it'll allow us to you know address the needs of our citizens in the most effective way but you wanted to talk about health care earlier before we had to break for commercial
1: i, I look i can talk about healthcare care all day but I, i'm just so fascinated and want to ask you all these questions go ahead let's I worked as a firefighter paramedic then a registered nurse in the trenches. Now we do health insurance for businesses, 212 benefits, free plug for myself. I'm kidding. Um, I think think Jacksonville has a a pretty strong healthcare community, which matters. When people come in from outside – future jobs, large hospital systems. But yeah, what, what do you have to add? What do you have to say about the healthcare community so, in yeah. the city of Jackson?
0: You know, like we've talked about, you know, we we've made huge investments in healthcare. Um 120 million we have uh, programmed in for improvement to UF Health, which if if you have any kind of trauma uh, situation, you're going to UF as, as a firefighter I've drew, there, I drew, there sure many driven many times in Gainesville by the unfortunately, way. Unfortunately, many yep. many patients uh, in that direction, but um, so it's important to have a strong uh, healthcare presence, and, and we're known nationally for a strong healthcare presence. People fly in from all over the world to come treat at some of our facilities, whether it's UF Health, you know, Proton, or Mayo Clinic, or Baptist. Or Baptist. I mean, we Baptist can plug we, them all. Even you though, can pl- yeah, you, yeah, you plug them all. Uh, they're all doing a great job. Um, you know, some of the trends that you know I've been I sit on our healthcare committee at the city, and we you know we've talked about this at our last couple of quarterly meetings. Um, you know, we don't in America, unfortunately, we don't all. <laughs> eat as healthy as we could. We're not as active hey, as we hey. could be. Oh. Yeah. So, um, we, we need more of that, uh, cause there, there's, there's a lot of diabetes, um, drugs in our top 10 list and it's very expensive. So I, I've talked to a lot of, it's not just us. A lot of my CFO friends. It's everywhere. Town, you know, who look at their healthcare costs, you know, inflation in healthcare has been huge. Inflation across the, the country has been huge, but in healthcare, even worse. it's been even worse. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we as a people, I think, need to do, you know, take some ownership of that, um, you know, do a better job, you know, keeping ourselves healthy, um, you know, as we age. Because we have an aging population, too. Get out there and play more hockey at the igloo. Treatment mm-hmm. versus
1: pre- prevention.
0: That, right. That's a whole different
1: conversation. Um, you actually brought some – I was curious about this. This is selfish. You talked to other CFO friends. Are these, are these cities throughout the U.S.? How do you collaborate with other cities? Is so, Jacksonville talking to – Again, Nashville, insert city.
0: So we, we do. I mean, we have professional networks where we talk to other, you know, municipal and governmental CFOs. But, um, you know, important for me is to maintain a connection with the, the private sector community here in town, too. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm a member of certain, you know, CFO organizations. So I, I get to hear what the private sector's is doing. Um, so I, I've got a list of at least five of them that I talk to every week and then about 30 or 40 that I talk to on a quarterly basis. And, uh, you know, hearing what challenges they're having is important for for me uh, to understand what do you hear challenges uh, so healthcare. In, in healthcare it's always healthcare, yeah, healthcare costs oh uh, inflation just in general yep. Yep. Uh, staffing you know labor shortages have been difficult uh, since retention. covid retention retention has yep. been very difficult the whole work from home versus work from work uh, debate has been very difficult <laughs> Um, and we you know, could have another episode on, yeah, on all this, by yeah, the different, way. Different Sorry. companies have, you know, different policies on that, and it's it's hard to compete with sometimes as the government. You know, we can't we can't always keep up with the pay hikes that the private sector can offer. Again, it's taxpayer money. We can't just willy nilly yep. you know allocate yep. it out. So we we have to control it. Um, but cycles do ebb and flow. Um, it's been the decade prior to COVID was very, I mean, very strong. You know, we were recovering from the global financial crisis. I'm 40
1: years old. That's the strongest I can remember.
0: Yeah, markets were doing very well, business very well. Um, COVID obviously was very disruptive to that, you know, impacted a lot of people. We, we did a lot of relief programs. That's, and we could do a whole nother episode. <laughs> I was say, you want to talk about that, yeah. the pain of managing through COVID. Um, you know, the human aspect, the financial aspect, it was very difficult. Um, Man, that,
1: it, it always happens. The time flies by. We, we touch topics, topics. The COVID thing, I like to avoid that, you know, but we, we survived. We did okay. Now we're dealing with other problems, we inflation, are. et cetera. I, look, I think the city of Jacksonville is just primed to explode, and it has since I've been here. You, my friend, are part of that as the CFO of the City of Jacksonville for in, in in that space for
0: what? Thirteen years, we said. Yeah, 13, 12, plus? 13 years. Yeah.
1: Okay, we have five minutes left. I wish we had more time. And look, I'm going to ask you to come back on. But once we get off air, I'm going to say you're coming back
0: on, or I'll find where you live. I'm kidding. Same it, two. It qu- was a little difficult pulling into the parking lot. And seeing the sea of news vehicles, I I like I like stay out of the news as much as possible.
1: And again, nobody. Good news: no one listens to the radio at seven p.m. on Saturdays. I'm kidding. Nah, I'm not. Final two questions I always ask. We didn't even get to the personal side. We we dabbled in there the hockey stuff, which is awesome. Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, one, three, five, ten. Insert number. Let's say ten years. What is a healthy change that you personally would like to see the city of Jacksonville
0: do? So I'd love to see, you know, again, we talked about kind of the, you know, transition that'll be coming up, um, after people get out and vote May six May 16th, May 16th, with with the current mayor being termed out, there will be a change that's guaranteed period, period. Um, so with that, I personally, I'd like to see a lot of the trends that we've put in place continue. I'd like to see us continue to, uh, you know, make investments in the community to to facilitate growth, um, to, you know, satisfy the needs of our citizens. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I'd like to see us continue to strengthen our our finances. I'd like to see that continue. Um, I'd also like to see us contain, you know, the way we just talked about healthcare costs in in some way. Um, It's difficult to to do. I have Um, thoughts on this, by the way. So does everyone. We have wellness plans that we've put in place. Uh, We've got people out there, you know, logging more steps, logging their doctor visits, their flu shots. You know, we've got things in place to get people thinking about it. Um, This isn't just city of Jacksonville. I mean, I'm hearing this from, again, all, all, all the this CFOs is that I'm talking yeah, to. We're, yeah. we're all trying uh, to do that. So just, you know, eating healthier, being more active. I think that'll go a long way. Um, I'd like to see not just Jacksonville, but everybody, you know, focus on that. So so wise financial decisions for the city of Jacks,
1: continuing to do certain things that are smart for the com- community as a whole, right? Healthcare, of course. Okay, last question here. Joey Grivey, one, three, five, ten, twenty 10 20 years ago in certain number of years what is some healthy advice you would give yourself
0: Well look uh, I've uh, I've had a lot of sleepless nights over the last 12 years um, take my <laughs> job very seriously uh, like to make sure that you know which Jax we appreciate is, you're, okay. welcome, you're welcome but but I, it's an honor you know to have that that uh, responsibility but with it comes uh, you know a lot of challenges and uh, what I would have told myself 5 10 15 years ago is it you know enjoy those challenges because they prepare you for the challenges ahead. Love it. Don't get too worked up, you know, about any given situation. Uh, try not to lose too much sleep over it. A little bit of sleep loss <laughs> is good because it helps you think about things, keep you on on edge. Um, but but know that that's preparing you for the challenges ahead. I love it. I love the, my favorite two questions every time are the last
1: two. The time has flown by again. Here we are, but. Thank you for coming on.
0: No, thanks for having me. Appreciate We're gonna it.
1: We're going to do a, a, the, the awkward wrap-up, but I also like to take a, a live fist bump with the microphone here. Go ahead and throw it in there, Jay, real quick, on the air. <laughs> I can't even say it don't matter. One more. Okay. Weird ending there. Joey Grivey, I'm glad I know how to say it well. One last shout-out, Jay Williams, we love you, man. If you made it this far into the episode, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a shout-out. Hope he's listening. Yeah, he, he won't. No, I'm kidding. Joey Grivey, CFO City Jacksonville. Oh, my gosh. A wealth of knowledge, wealth of experience. You've done some incredible things for the city. Don't forget to vote May. 16. And what's this? the number for the or city, Jacksonville? if you can make it out. Yeah, that's right.
0: What? 630. 630 City. For any issues you're having, we can help you out. Connect you with the right people.
1: Joey, thank you for joining me. It's been incredible. So many things, so many different topics. But I appreciate you hopping on. Hopefully, you'll come back. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, thanks again for having me. That's
1: what the health just happened.